Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. You can say hello. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) I'll hit play now. Ready? Yeah. What if every problem that you think you have is a game and it's not real? I haven't had a date in 16 years. Oh, wow. Do you think who you are is this linear story? Like, I'm someone who's stuck in this situation, or I'm someone who has this job I don't like, or I'm someone who makes $40,000 a year, and your mind goes, okay, that's my story. I'm in this problem. I'm stuck. I'm in debt. Well, if that story goes away, then you go away, because you've attached an I to the story. So if it dies, then I die. So welcome everybody. This is we're winding up. Um, this is episode six. Episode six, but yeah. we have a few more before Kyle sees, um, who's going to be in Pensacola on Monday, March twenty fifth, from six Woo-woo. to nine at the Sanger Theater. Tickets are uh, twenty nine dollars, up to ninety nine. If you want to be up close and personal, and you know, look at his beautiful blue. <laughs> Eyes that just draw. Are I mean, they, they literally, are they yeah, they, they are, are they're like cloud they're gorgeous blue. eyes. And um, have you heard of him before, Colleen? I've seen the YouTube. I've YouTubed a bunch of stuff, but no, I haven't seen him. But several of our people that come to the meetings have seen him really? live. Yeah. Oh, I've I seen girls mm-hmm. posting like crazy. And so um, I'm the director of booking and marketing at the Sanger Theater. I'm responsible for bringing. Most of the great shows that we have at the Sanger. And um, my guest today is Colleen Chesley. Colleen is the founder of Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, which is a great group that meets at um, Gulf Coast Kids House on the first Friday of the month. And they also meet in Gulf Breeze on the third Friday at... Beefo Brady's. Beefo Brady's. Okay, it's moved since the last time I went there. And um, so, Colleen, welcome. Can you tell me a little bit about... Colleen's got a very cool story. You guys are going to be surprised because she's she's one of those people in... If you need somebody to help you with something, ask her because she can't (laughs) say no. Um, Yeah, I'm not really good at that. I'm a schooler on it a little bit. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, bring it on. Five (laughs) projects, sure, in the next month, absolutely. I signed up for two committees last night at Impact. Did you? Uh (laughs) You are an overachiever. Mm. I've never done two committees at one time. That's awesome. Health and wellness. Are you? I'm and looking at health and, and wellness. Oh, ooh, yeah, those are good ones. I might have to retract from arts and culture because of the conflict, but yeah. we'll see. I'll well, talk and them. sometimes it's not bad to sign up for two and then go and get the feel the, for the room, you know, get yeah. the vibe of the who else is there. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. tell us about your story, Colleen. Sure. And I don't I don't share this story that often. Most of the time I share the story of Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast and how that got started. But Kathy asked me to share a little more of my personal journey. So in in an effort to try to keep it within about three mu- uh, three minutes, I was going to say three <laughs> months. We don't have time for three months, do we? <laughs> I could stretch it out that long for sure. But three minutes. So I was born um, in a long time ago, and I was adopted. <laughs> I, I am going to start from the very beginning, but I'll make you go. That. You didn't know that I did either? not know that. I didn't know okay. that either. No. I knew about so the So this stuff. has a lot to do with how I've evolved, though. So this is, this is cool, and I appreciate you letting me tell this story. So I was adopted at nine days old, and the family that adopted me was military. My mom wanted to have children. Both my mom and dad wanted to have children 
super bad. And my mom had four miscarriages. Mm. So she couldn't have children. She basically got told this is, you know, this is your only option is to adopt. They adopted me. And um, the the weird thing is, or I guess the cool part of the story is I was adopted on day nine in Montana. And still to this day, there's a law in Montana that says if you're if a child's not adopted within 10 days of birth, then they go into an orphanage for the mm. first three years of their life. And so I was adopted on day nine. So imagine how different my life would have been if I had been passed up and, you know, and had to go in an orphanage for three years. Yeah. Your life would have been totally, actually, I don't think your life would have been different because you're the kind of person that takes that kind of, you know, struggle and makes it positive. You're not, you're not Lucy out of the peanuts, you know, you're a positive person. Yeah. We'll see. We'll now, see. I think that that's part of your your soul. It really is. How you react. It to really things. is. Don't you, Keith? I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. I think it's it's part of your it's a fiber of your being. Yeah. It sure. is. It is, and that's why I wanted to kind of start from that very beginning. So the good thing was the parents that adopted me. It was a military family. So and an officer. My dad was a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. So oh, we wow. were raised very well. Yes, I got into a situation that did very positive for me. But growing up, I struggled with it emotionally. Mm. I didn't understand why I was adopted. I didn't understand why my natural mother or natural father didn't want me. And that's how it looks to a child when they're when they're given up to adoption is that mm. they aren't wanted. So going through my entire life, I felt abandoned. I felt not good enough. I felt not lovable. I felt like I was less. And so I think that's what's given me all my resilience, all my determination, all my optimism is because I have battled from the very beginning, even though I didn't need to, but I've always wanted to be better, to be more, to be, to be, you know, the greatest. And so being rebellious, I did a lot of bad things. I won't go into detail. (laughs) later at a later date maybe I'll share more but I did a lot of bad things I was kicked out of schools I got into fights I uh, dyed my hair I right hook I'm telling you yeah (laughs) I I was not a good a good little girl so um oh and I'm sure the lieutenant colonel just loved that that was even worse you know being raised by a very strict lieutenant colonel you know military family I went way against that but the good thing is I found some things that helped me understand and helped me really put that energy into a positive thing and one of it was skateboarding so when I was still in high school I found skateboarding and it was something that I gravitated towards because of course all the the, the, you know, the bad kids skateboarded too. So it was the kids that had long hair and tattoos and, you know, were the, were the rebels skateboarded. So I naturally gravitated towards that sport and I didn't like a lot of team sports. So I did something where I could excel and not be challenged against, you know, have to work as a team or, or be challenged in competitions or different things like mm. that. So I was a ramp skater and, um, I hung out with some guys that were pretty tough and I had to do some tough things. And, and I remember still I would skateboard in Pensacola. I broke my ankle one day and I never told anybody because I didn't want them to think I was a wimp. So I skated for another three hours with a broken ankle before, and I knew not to take my shoe off because as soon as you take a shoe off, then it's going to swell. 
Right. I'd never get my shoe back on. So I skated for three hours and just pretended like things were great. I'd cranked up my ACDC a little bit louder. And, um, and then when I got in my car, I cried and drove to the drove home. And then a week later they had to re-break it because I didn't, yeah, that was, that was not fun. (laughs) It was especially military doctors. Oh Oh, yeah. That was not good. Not good. So unlike me, I was sexually abused as a child. I, Intern, I retreated mm-hmm. and started to gain weight because of it. You rebelled, so you yeah. you went external I went and external. I went internal. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. I never, yeah, I never thought I drew that parallel. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. You grow when you do these things. Yes, this you do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you do. If you don't, the universe will continue to kick your butt until you do. Yes, it will. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, that's really cool. Well, tell us about Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. Yeah, so skateboarding taught me how to be a standout and to harness that that rebellious energy into something that made me feel special and made me feel unique and made me feel like I could do things. So after high school, and, and the funny thing is, is, is in college, I actually started, they didn't have a skateboarding club at UWF where I was going to college. And so I started a skateboarding club and I look back on that. That was the very first time I exhibited leadership skills Hmm. was to start a club for skateboarding. And, um, needless to say, it was not popular. The, the student council didn't appreciate more skateboarding on campus. So it ended up kind of, kind of going through a tough time. And I don't know if it ever resurfaced. I'm sure they have a club now out there. Um, but that was of course, 20 something years ago. Um, then I developed a financial career. So again, I was in something that was male dominated and I had to be a, a strong female, in that particular industry and getting out of the financial industry or actually during the middle of the financial industry, I needed to find (coughs) clients. And I had a hard time finding clients the traditional ways. I didn't want a cold call. I didn't like doing dinner seminars and I didn't want to, you know, I didn't have a database of people I could just call up and ask them to transfer hundreds of thousands of dollars for me, you know, to be managed. So I did it. The, the, what I thought was the way that worked was networking again and out and outside thing that I did. Um, I went around and and attended chamber events and community events and just shook hands and met people and built my financial career that way. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'm in a male dominated industry too. Most of the, well, actually it's turning though. Most of the bookers, they're, they're starting to hire the women who are in marketing because, the GMs don't know the marketing side because it's, it's traditionally been the GMs right. and they don't know the marketing and why not let the marketing girl do it because she knows what's going to sell. And most of us are girls. Um, cause we're, we're good at it. Oh, oh yeah. Keith would be a good booker. I would. Yeah, you would. Okay. You say so. You're a good marketer. You'd be a good I booker. I mean, it's you really smile. have to know the market. <laughs> you have to know who's going to, um, Oh, we haven't been on air the whole time. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we need to plug the light in. Now we are officially, <laughs> um, you know, you have to know the market. You have to know, you know, how, what niche you're going to go. You, you, you know, I mean, I, I have gentlemen, gentlewoman agreements with the IP and Hard Rock that if they have a show and we have a show, because they were blocking us out, I will not advertise in Mobile. I will go east. And so that's kind of working. And now I can get shows cheaper because they're in, they're in Biloxi. And they're already in the market, so. So this was the same theory we used when we started the punk rock scene in the 90s here. 
because it was true. like the pit stop. Yeah. You know, right. And so instead it's of a going place. a whole day without pay and having to travel, they yeah. would stop here halfway, get to do a show, Sluggos. get paid something, and then where else was way. it? Sluggos. And Night Owl, Sluggos, Handlebar. Oh wow. Colton's Garage. Oh JC's yeah. JC's building. Plenty of garages. Yeah. Some BFW, a couple Lots BFWs. Of <laughs> Funny. Oh yeah, the BFW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't really yeah, get could fit people in that they would the let us. The Rat have. House. Yeah. She knows all about this stuff. She was so, in the scene. So if I, I did punk rock, we'd get quite a few I people think, here. I, yeah, I, I think there's still a pretty decent. I don't know that, that I could get Doug the GM to let me do rock. it though. Just I don't call think Colton so. and let him know. Well, see, you know, they're all they're all older people. They are. They're old. So y'all aren't going to trash the theater. No, no, they won't. Mm-mm. They'll actually, yeah. Sit down and watch the show. So you <laughs> I was going to say they might actually stand up. That yeah. might be the most. You skated with Dano? I skated with a lot of people. I don't remember a lot of names. Dan Dunn? Oh, I remember Dan Dunn. Yeah. He's a chef now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we that went to and, together. Um, Where'd you go to school? UWF. No, well, high, high school? school was Choctaw over in Fort Walton. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, right. but I came over here for high school. I mean, for college. And then um, we were sitting around one day and one of my friends was like, we should start a girl band. And she was like, I play guitar. And then the other girl was like, I sing. And then another one was like, I play bass. And then they all looked at me and I was like, I don't play anything. And they were like, you're our drummer. And so I, <laughs> that weekend, bought a drum set and learned how to play drums. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. That's so how I ended up on bass. Yeah. And they were like, we need a bass player and you well, play guitar. Is so easy. you just play bass or get out of the band. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I could be bass a singer. It's not easy. Don't you say that? It, it, it's, it's three chords. It's I know. The drummer's the person that carries everybody else's equipment. This is true. Literally. This is true. It was so funny. So I had my birthday party, my 50th, at the Opera Center, and nobody showed up. Oh. <laughs> like, it, was, it was Christmas, and, you know, people were traveling. I, there was like eight people there, but we had the best time. I was going to come. And we had um, Southern Breeze was the band, and I was drinking, of course. I was drinking wine, though. I wasn't drinking alcohol. And uh, I'm like, I want to sing. And I got it, and I started singing, and Deborah Dunlop's like, you need to be in worship. And I'm like, what? And, you know, in the worship team. And I'm like, what? And, I'm, and so I practice now. There you go. A you lot. could start a band. You could. No. Mm-hmm. no. Don't be scared. I'll be acting and singing and on the Food Network. I'll have an acting singing Food Network show. How about that? The Singing Chef. Do they have a singing chef? No. They do. He's a uh, Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my favorite dude. Sven, Chef Sven. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. Well, Trisha <laughs> Yearwood, but she's not, you know. She, I mean, I'm not trained either. I'm self-taught. Right. And very good at that, too, by the way. Thank you. So I Somehow we always end up talking about food we, on the show. All, every no. show, <laughs> even Brian LeBlanc, who doesn't mm-hmm. like, can't taste anything, we <laughs> talked about food on his show. Yeah. We, yeah. We're going to have a food show one day. Me Apparently. and Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Keith. We've been thinking about it. Yeah. But, um, so... It sounds like you are. Don't, I'm going to analyze you a little bit. Oh, oh, okay. Stay you're tuned. looking get ready. for. You're looking for like that approval or that belonging that you didn't have from your. Well, you know, yeah, definitely. That's how powerful women started. Yeah. You know, I thought I was the only one, so I needed. I need. I'm an introvert, but I also need no. people around me to validate whatever my message is. Like, I'm not a narcissist or somebody that says I have the best ideas in the world. I don't care what you think. I like to be the person to stand up and say I have this great idea. Do y'all want to jump on board? Do y'all want to? Do y'all want agree with it too? Because if the group doesn't, then maybe there's a better idea out there. So I'm always looking, it's not necessarily, I don't think about it as validation. I look at it for taking my ideas and then accelerating to even a 
even a, a better idea. And yeah. that's what you get with collaboration. That's why collaboration mm-hmm. is such a cornerstone with powerful women of the Gulf coast, because if people can't jump on board with what we're doing, well then maybe we don't have the best ideas. Yeah. If it, if it doesn't resonate, then, right. you know, uh, Kyle sees, um, you know, sales are going good, but you know, it, we need people to get out there and buy tickets because I think uh, it looks I, they're awesome. waiting to the last minute and, it could cause it not to come. So, mm, okay. um, you know, I mean, the sales and the, it, the people are clicking. They're just not clicking purchase. They're waiting to the day before. I know. Which they is always do. I town. know. I yeah, know. It is. And there is a lot going on. But I think one of the good things is you don't have to take a day off. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe get off, you know, 30 minutes early, grab a bite to eat and come on downtown because it's six to nine. So you're not yeah. missing a day of work. You're not missing a day of, you know, selling or, you know, brokering a deal or, you know, making making connections in your day job. Mm-hmm. You come down to the Sanger and make connections with 1,600 people. Yeah. And you know what? Three hours sounds like a long time, but it's, it's going to go fast. Oh, my gosh. You're going to say, well, yeah. it's, no. I think Blue Man Group was like three hours. And I mean, it was over before you knew it because they keep you interactive. Let me tell you something. They stayed in character. The whole time. I bet. Like, I was in the lobby, and the dude came up, and he was like, I didn't know, and he came up, and he was like, and I'm like, ah, Was it with in blue? Yeah, yeah. I screamed. He had a suit on, though. <coughs> you know, like yeah. a, a business jacket on. Um, yeah, these, I think they're coming next year. No, oh, Blue God, Man Group went so. away. They were awesome. Blue Man Group went away. Uh, they couldn't make it work. Are they something different? Well, I know it. I'm pretty, we got cats coming. Hmm. You're getting good at this. No, that's jam. I don't do that. No. I just sell it. <laughs> um, Jerry, we just put Jersey Boys on the books. Mm-hmm. Margaritaville, which is going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. I knew that wasn't going to last on Broadway. They don't get it up there. Yeah. But the Paraheads do down here, are going to go crazy for that. In fact, if you want tickets for that show, you better get a Broadway season no. subscription. I mean, they're not on sale yet, and this hasn't even been How announced. How much are Kyle's tickets? Kyle's tickets are $29. Yeah. I mean, you could if you want to sit up front. They're ninety nine. Um, I would sit up front. I just I'm totally gonna participate. I'm spoiled. I'm raising my hand. No, you're not. You're videoing. Well, I'm gonna participate too. Well, yeah, we I'm can, excited. We'll get, we'll get point of view. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I have to get to work on that. Um, but yeah, I I can't wait to meet him. I can't wait to hear his story because I really haven't heard his story. I've heard a little bit of it. He was a comedian, mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't fulfilling him. You know, he got oh, tired. So he doesn't do the comedian stuff anymore? He, yeah, he mixes comedy in with right. the show, but he doesn't. I've heard know. that. He doesn't perform as a nope. comedian anymore. No, it wasn't fulfilling him. He got tired of being on the road, away from his family, in, you know, comedy club after comedy club in front of 200 people, you know, 400, 500. Comedy clubs aren't big. Yeah. Right. And uh, it just got old and it wasn't fulfilling him. And, and one of his mentors challenged him because he, he wanted to do this and he, one of his mentors challenged him and said go rent a big theater and he's like but i'm only selling 200 tickets he's like go rent a big theater so he rented a big theater it was like 2000 or 1200 capacity and he's like how am i going to fill this and he gave a radio station a thousand tickets wow. and then they started promoting and they were gone and he's like oh shit i gotta rent a bigger that's what he said. Oh, shit, I got to run a bigger... Sorry for the cuss word, it's but... Okay. Yeah. Um, iTunes will be okay. Mm, that's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I got to run a bigger venue. And he did, and he sold it out. Um, and that's... And then a bigger one, and a bigger yeah. one, and a bigger one. And uh, some of the audiences you see on these YouTube yeah. videos, I mean, they're huge. 4,500. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, honestly, 
you really should keep it at that size because the larger you get, the it, less effective it, it is. Yeah, yeah. It, you need to keep it pretty intimate. So it is he's either going to have to travel more or charge higher prices, yeah, which is it. probably going to be. I, Call me. I know how. That is how I would. I would give him advice is to charge higher prices and cause he can get it. I mean, tell yeah, me, I think that's the cool part about it is that even for his like three day program mm-hmm. or whatever, it's like 30 bucks. I, I mean, know. you can't beat that, you know? And if, and yeah, if self-improvement is really your mission and you're really coming from the right place, then that's yeah. awesome. That, yeah. that backs up exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So, and I mean, I think that's what the three of us do is we just say, all right, we're going to do it. Yep. And we mm-hmm. make it happen, Yep. Mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much stuff that I want to do and it's like, um, You'll never get it done. No, somebody keeps like, no, we need to wait. And it's like, no, now's the time to do it. And being held back is just, it's its tough for me because I'm like, Rah, you know, it's, I don't like being around negative people. And it, you know, staff meeting, somebody was saying, I'm like, why are you going to be so negative? You know, stop. It's going to sell. It's just, you know, so. Haters are going to hate. Hey. <laughs> well, and you know, it is kind of sad, though. I mean, and not to analyze this presentation, but there are a lot of people out there that don't want to improve. Uh, yeah. Or they're scared. Right. Or yeah. they're scared or they're not ready. Yeah. Or because once you that's happened to me in my life, I've made paradigm shifts where it's like, you know, I had a, a good friend get killed in an auto accident. Mm. And um, the I I remember when I got told that he died, I was like wow, he's got a beautiful family, his kids, you know, all these other things he was going to do in his life. And all of a sudden, when I was was talking out loud about it, I said, imagine all the things I haven't done in my life. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, it's like, you're in trouble now because you just said it out loud. Now you got to take care of your life. And I was in a long-term relationship that I broke up with that guy like the next day and quit my job working for a corporate and went back into being my own salesperson and, and, you know, some people aren't ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't ready no. to. Well, they're scared. Right. To make that massive of a change when they realize something's not working. And I think it's the people that are scared grew up in households where they weren't edified. Mm-hmm. You know, either their parents, there was abuse or alcoholism or, you know, something like that. My mom was my, one of my biggest cheerleaders, you know, and she would always say, I want you to lose weight. You know, she, I'm going to pay for you to have. And I didn't want to have it back then. Mm-hmm. I was scared. You know, mm-hmm. and if she if she could see me now, oh, my gosh, she'd be. But she's been gone since 2001. So mm. she sees me. Yeah, she does. She sees me. Yeah, um, she does. And, uh, it, you know, and my other mother who just passed away, she was my next biggest cheerleader, you know. And they see me, though, and they're, they, you know, they're, they're cheering me on and whispering in somebody's ear for me and, and helping me pursue. Oh, look. Pursuing your passion. Pursue, can you see that? <laughs> yeah, Pursue your passion, uh-huh. which is uh, the seventh annual Women's Business Conference celebrating National Business Women's Week, um, October 17th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Sanders Beach Community Center. Yeah. Its uh, early bird rate is $69 right now, and it's going to be, yeah, at Sanders Beach. I said that. I haven't been in a couple of years. I think I've been traveling when that's happening. Could be. Um, but I went to the first. I've been to a couple, and they're they're really really good. It's it's not, you know, something put together that you're not going to get anything out of. Um, you're going to come away, you know, inspired. You're going to make great connections, just like you will at Kyle Cease. Um, you're going to, um, you know. 
learn a little bit about how to move forward to go after what, you know, you're shooting for. I was at Business Boutique, which is Dave Ramsey's um, women's um, entrepreneur conference. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. I, I highly recommend cool. it. Yeah. Highly recommend it. You, I think it, you can go for 59 bucks. Nice. Where did you go? Nashville. Oh, very I'm cool. going if you want to ride with us. My sister-in-law's going. I sit in the VIP seats because I got... I, I'm spoiled. I got to be up front. No, I got to be up front. No, I pay, yeah. pay for it. And um, Sarah Jakes was there. It's T.D. Jakes' daughter. Oh. And she was up there and she was talking and, and she was basically prophesying. And she says, there's some of you in here that are going to be speaking next year. Hello. There are some of you in here that are going to be writing a book next year. Hello. And it's like, wow, this is wild. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was that was a transformational conference, not That's a motivational, really cool. transformational. It was yeah, really no good. Kidding. And so, you know, if you don't want to go to Nashville and you only want to pay $29, 19 if you're a first responder, a student, or uh, any military. kind of military, active duty, retired, a veteran. If you're a veteran, you do got to bring your DD-214 with you to the box office. You have to show proper identification. Um, and... When I mean first responders, I mean police, firemen, paramedics, EMTs, corrections officers, all of those. Um, a lot of people forget about corrections officers. And I think first responders really need this because they go through a lot. I mean, imagine a lot to deal with all that the, stress. Imagine mm-hmm. the PTSD they go through on a daily basis. I mean, um, corrections is, officers is come, the second highest rate of suicide. I believe it. Wow. The I career. think you become sort of numb to it after a while. You just Which is drink. not good. Like, like you drink, right? Yeah, I mean, really, or you find something else to forget. You know, I mean, they mm-hmm. can't, they can't do anything else because they, you know, they have uh, testing. Yes, um, they need to be on the top of their game. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. All day long. So I can't wait for the battle of the badges at the this weekend at the Maritime Park. That's going to be fun. I heard there were a couple There's of corrections so many events teams. coming up. Like I don't even know how to make them all. Really yeah, don't. no kidding. So this I've got to go print like some flyers up. for Culinary Fight Club mm-hmm. to take that out to. What, is, what do you have going on, Colleen? What's we got. All, what, uh, this is a huge I list right there. These. Yeah, I know. We have our painting with a twist. Yeah, yeah, we've got I our classes. So Power Up. So that's really cool. That's gaining popularity. So we do the classes. There's 12 of them, and they're $20 each. And we go through a series of things that would be effective for anyone in business. The things that were the more school of hard knocks stuff. You know, we don't teach how to sell things because that's what everybody gets taught by the company they're representing. But we teach the things like how to choose what networking event to attend Mm, instead of just attending the one that fits in your calendar. Let um, me know if you need somebody. Oh, yeah. We always need people. So um, <laughs> you, you can see that I can talk. I'm telling you. No, we have, um, we've kind of perfected this over the years. So we, we go through classes on networking, marketing, sales skills, and business efficiency. And it's really geared for somebody that's not, that really needs some help in those areas. So it's, it's I call it more of a beginner's or a, you know, intermediate mm-hmm. type of a, a class. Um, but it's got some really cool information. It's all the stuff I used in my 25 years in the financial industry. He's given me a lot of stuff, efficiency stuff like Trello and yeah. the, the key to using those things it's using is them. using them. them. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's the key. If yep. you don't use the tools that are presented to you, you're going to continue to make the mm-hmm. same mistakes over and over again. Yeah. I figured true. out today, uh, last night how to automate people uh booking on the calendar goes right into my 
CRM, so now I can keep track of all of them. Oh, wow. Like, I don't, like oh my gosh, you know how much time that took off my hands? Oh, that's huge. What's your off. CRM? Uh, I use um, pipe, uh, pipe Drive for one of them, and then mm-hmm. I use the one that comes with GoDaddy for the other. There's an email um, marketing company that does retargeting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's called Infusionsoft, mm-hmm. and they yeah. were at Business uh, Boutique. Yeah, I was impressed. Are yeah, they? that's cool stuff. Infus- I mean, when they start getting AI and all that stuff, and yeah. they're talking to people, and, and I mean, that's what we're doing with LinkedIn on our end for for uh, guest acquisition. See, Keith could talk about it. Oh, yeah. Keith Infusionsoft, could. if you don't know this, Kathy, Infusionsoft, you can get free as a 501c3. And that's Ooh. a very expensive program. You can also get ten thousand dollars a month in Google Ads. Google Ad free. Grants, really? Yeah, and then you have to pay. It's a one page fill out on my website, though. And then you have to pay somebody about ten thousand dollars a month to manage your Google Ad Grants. No, not quite. It's not that but much. it's com- it's complicated. I'm pay Morgan to do it. There you go. <laughs> or use the <laughs> software. There you go. There you go. I really don't want Google Ads on my blog, though. That, that that's how well, I want. You don't have to put it on your. I mean, you can use it to. Oh, oh, and yeah, the email for market other you, people. Yeah, for advertising oh. you. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. have to. It's not. It's not. Uh, Looks it's, like it's I'm AdSense, gonna be working on ad, a five hundred one c three. Whatever the other one's called. Yeah. That's funny. All right, I need to stop talking about my stuff because the theater's <laughs> paying for this. Uh, Kyle mm. Cease is paying for this. Um, but we're here to promote, you know, everybody else too, because all of this stuff just feeds into what Kyle teaches. He talks about relationships and about the words that you use and, um, you know, what you is in your heart is what you echo out. Um, speaking of our uh, guest we had. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a few days ago, but you just ruined it. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. We're back to back. Here, and, um, yeah, we're making up. So, you know, if, if, if you have unforgiven, you know, relationships or or things in your life, um, you know, you're you're not full. Your heart's not full. And once you resolve that, I mean, it's just like there are things that are just doors are being open for mm-hmm. me. Like Jasmine that I met one day and I met the guy from uh Christian surfers and mm-hmm. we we're talking about collaborating on some concerts and you know Christian surf they're, the surfers nice. are the same as the skateboarders really yeah I'm sure much. a lot of skateboarders surf too oh yeah yeah I mean, you're Very, just street the same surfing physics. they're just a little tanner <laughs> and they have a little more blonde hair yeah <laughs> and more wrinkles and less baggy jeans. yeah definitely more wrinkles and less baggy jeans. sandy yeah. Uh, they're sandy. sandy. They're gritty. <laughs> Dan Dan Dunn skateboarded and he surfs. Surfs. And he's an amazing artist, too. Yeah. He's See, moved no, out of the area, that. though, didn't he? No, move? he owns Big Top Brewery. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's right, right down the post office. And if you have not been there, I'll give a shout out for Dano. I mean, the food is amazing. The beer is delicious. They have this peanut butter and jelly beer. Awesome. They do. They have more specialty, like, beers. Um, they showed the strawberry beer before gallery night last week yeah. last month and i went in to get one and, oh it won't be ready for four weeks so i'm getting me a strawberry beer tonight that's right yeah at gallery night I, well i don't know that i'm gonna do i might just walk for gallery night just mm-hmm. real quick but we're gonna go over to smoking in the square oh that's right that's man see it's i know all doubled up i know. know it's this time of year everything hard happens. drive space for all the film i know <laughs> yeah. so um but yeah so I'm, that's why the kyle cease thing being in a monday night is really cool yeah yeah, yeah. mondays are slow around here. mondays oh, yeah. are yeah. slow yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of eerie the, i mean if you have kids you know you're gonna have to get a sitter but i tell yeah. you this show is for anybody that's in sales who is an entrepreneur 
you know, if you're a doctor or a nurse, you know, that yeah. that's all about relationships well, they, for sure. You know, if for kid, I would say 13 and up would be cool. Yeah. 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 I think anything you know, younger than that, they, you may not, just because you don't know what people are going to Depending unveil. upon who your parents are. Yeah. Because Chris did unleash the power within when he was 12. Yeah, see? I think something that yeah. young would probably be pretty good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you're open to the kiddo to walked on, he's 30 now, but still kiddo walked on hot coals when he was 12. Wow. And I have a picture of us. Like, I wish I could find it. We both put our feet together because we both had burns in the same place. It was really kind of cool. That's it was very, very cool. cool. Um, hot lava. <laughs> they were hot coals and they, you know, you're supposed to chant cool moss, cool moss. You know, you're yeah, focusing no. on the, the cold yeah. grass at the end. Mm-hmm. And they had drum. I mean, it was freaky. Yeah, it's all kinds of psyching you out so that it you was, just don't think about it. It was, yeah. It's amazing what your mind can do. And it's, it's like 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And then they spray your feet when you get off. But I still had a coal stuck between my little chubby toes. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. If you, yeah, that's a great event. Um, and Kyle is, is very similar to Tony in his passions. He's just, he's a little bit more genuine, Somebody not over the Somebody said it the, the other top. day. He was a mix between, he was a mix between, um, uh, Tony Robbins and I can't remember who the other person was. It's, it's, it's almost like no, it, and I, I want to say it was a female, and not to insult in mm-hmm. any way, but I think he has both sides of the of the spectrum. He's to be a little more commu- sensitive. Well, yeah, he's yes. just, yeah, and, and very yeah. Open. and his in his communication style, it's not very, it's not all man and masculine and harsh and exactly. He, yeah. he listens and and he, his delivery is soft sometimes when he's. Mm-hmm. I could I could well I mean look at him in the in the in the the B roll the promo video he's got mm-hmm. a brown suit on who wears brown. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so he's taking it all the way into the colors that he wears because brown is relatable. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he wears brown Which is and weird gray. Because I would not find myself relating to brown, but brown. it's it one is. of those psycho things. It right? is, yeah. yeah. Maybe. You know, yeah. blue and red is power. Yeah, I thought purple was power. Purple is power. Purple is royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Purple's like green is money. Power. Yeah. Crown jewel power. Yeah. yeah. Crown jewel power. Yellow is um, energy happy. and yeah. happy. Yeah. So yeah. he should wear brown and yellow like Charlie Brown. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. There you go. Downtown he shows Charlie up brown. in brown and yellow. You're going you're gonna to. I've seen him. He wore a blue suit one time. Yeah, I did see one of his videos. Yeah. Stop picking it. So I, it's the glue's coming I, off. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The liquid landed. <laughs> I had to be his, his big sister. It, it happens. I need. I, I mean, I he's fidget. like my I, little brother that's two years younger than me. So, <laughs> you're uh, uh we're kind of winding down here. Yeah, so. no, we're good. We we really gotten off topic. Where's so, um, Colleen? Where can they find information? Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. They can look at us on our website, powerfulwomengulfcoast.com, or we are on Facebook, Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, and now we're on Instagram too. So oh, cool. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> Haven't done that for a long time. I didn't either. When it first out. came out and they were talking about that, you know, you could see where, you, and mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, shut down, and I never went back to it. Now I'm like, everything's well, can Instagram. They see? A long time ago, they could see where your pictures were taken. Like if you took a picture in yeah, your house. Yeah, all the metadata was in it. Because we didn't, you, the phones didn't have the ability mm-hmm. to shut that off back then. Um, but now you can. Now you can. Yeah. Lesson, if you go into your settings, you need to shut off your geographical yes, targeting kids. and check your kids' stuff too. So mm-hmm. that's that's my. The little PSA. That's my. P- in the um, show. That's yep. mm-hmm. You want to give them the Free website information. for tickets? Um, yeah, so to get tickets for Kyle Cease, March 25th, 6 p.m., it's PensacolaSanger.com or Ticketmaster.com. And uh, the best place to get them is at the box office, but please don't wait till the last minute. Can I get give them out, in advance. Can I give out the code for Powerful Women? Yeah. Sure. So if you use, if you go to the, um, the Ticketmaster 
website and use the code PWGC, it will give you a special discount. discount. Perfect. It's for all you thrifty, thrifty I'll spenders I'll put that when we repost there. today, too. Awesome. It's not available on a $19 ticket. Okay. So oh. 29 Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Cool. I'll get you close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's it. means you it, get yeah. better seats cheaper. So we think next week we 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 are we're hoping praying that Kyle's going to have time. To, Hopefully, uh, to I'll follow up when I get speak. done here. I sent the request in two days ago. I haven't heard yeah. anything, but send me a map. He's busy. We'll see. Yeah. If not, we're just gonna we'll just force him when we when he comes in. Get him you in can make a cutout, right? Get him, yeah, that would be oh, cool. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, just sit him next to you. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, He's we should do that. Totally do that. You could uh, you could almost make the poster and cut out the mouth, and Keith could stand behind yeah, could, it <laughs> and like. I could. Do the Speak old. Uh, That's it. Yeah. You're going to have to do some <laughs> Actually, yeah. I just only. make a hand. Yeah, there you go. We're going to do that go. next yeah, week if we don't get That'll them. Work. I'm serious. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be right. great. Okay. That would be uh, funny. So uh, we're good, yeah? Yeah. All right. So Thanks we'll for talk to you guys in, y'all. Thank you, Kathy. Thank, Thank, Thank you. you, Keith. You're welcome. Hot chef. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening today. My name is Keith Over. This has been Pensacola Business Radio. You can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter, Picola BRX on Facebook. You can find us on LinkedIn at businessradioxstudios.pensacola, or you can find us on Instagram at Pensacola Business Radio, or on our websites at businessradiox.com, or on our live feed at businessradiox.live. If you are interested in being a guest on Business Radio X, please visit either one of our sites or our social media sites to find a link to book your appearance. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.